This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, Tinsley Law and Title, and Gibson Pharmacy. Their sponsorship allows me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by shopping these local businesses and by following each of their Facebook pages. Hello friends, this is Michael from Hannigan Media. I am in the office of Athens head football coach Zach Harrell, the 2-0 Athens Hornets. How are you doing today, coach? I'm doing great, Michael. It's good to be 2-0. Uh, 2-0 is awesome, isn't yeah. it? Yes, sir. Uh, and it's always nice to get a little uh, revenge and beat someone who got you last week, uh, last year rather, uh, which is what happened last week at Waxahachie Life. You got a little payback for the, the year before. I know the coaches don't think about that as much, but the kids do. Yes, sir. It was, it's a good win. My kids played a complete game, uh, and we definitely improved in the last best of the game from, from the week before. So we were very pleased with how we played and the outcome of the game. Yeah, it was uh, it, it, it was uh, a tale of two halves in a different way. Your defense really dominated. Well, they dominated the whole game. Right. But in the first half, they really dominated with takeaways. Uh, yes, yeah, sir. Three takeaways. Yeah, you know, and it was a similar, kind of a similar game, you know, in some ways as the Brownsboro week, as our possessions were limited in the first half. We really only had three possessions, you know. We had four, but the fourth possession, we just got out of the half and got to halftime. Uh, we ran the clock out. So, really, yeah, we had three possessions, just like the Brownsboro game, and it was because Walsh life was on the field offensively for a long time uh, and but our defense did a great job of not giving up the big you know of not breaking and causing some turnovers after some long drives that walks at you life and sustained and so I was very pleased with our defense uh, in the first half as far as the takeaways go in the second half we we really shut them down uh, and played really well you know they scored 14 points in the last two and a half minutes uh, so really we had them seven points and about 200 yards uh, and then offensively we were really able in the second half to get rolling we got a run game going you know they took away some things in the first half uh, they were kind of limiting our running backs uh, but coach Walker offense coordinator made some great adjustments to get us in some formations uh, to make it successful in the running game uh, and then Ty did a great job throwing the ball and the receivers made some good plays so overall is a great uh, you know, complete game. And we've talked about it. I've talked about it the last couple of weeks. Um, but I'm going to say it again just because I think it's such a big big piece of the puzzle. Your special teams played really well again. They did. Again, Coach Reeves uh, and Coach Coach Desmond Bowie and Coach Devon Bowie kind of running those special teams. They, they, they've done a great job, and our kids have really uh, – understood the importance that we're placing on special teams and have really bought into it and we're working those more than we did last year and you can that shows on the field you know and you wrote it in your article uh you know our pat uh you know specialty unit of our snipers quentin hensley and holders timber crouch and our kicker caesar martinez you know they've done a great job of execute which is such a big part of the game that gets overlooked so often uh you know when, when you when you're making them and doing it right you don't get the praise uh because it's, it's just 
overlooked. Uh, but when when it's not very good uh, and the, and you're you're messing up, well, that that's when everybody sees you. Uh, but those guys have done a great job, uh, and so we've we've been really proud of them. Okay, so I I just want to. Um talk about one player really quickly that stood out to me in the first two weeks and it's only because well one of the main reasons he stood out to me is because he's a freshman and he just seems to be in the right place all the time uh and that's Gage Friedrich uh, he had uh in game in the first game, he recovered an onside kick. He recovered right. a fumble. Uh, they kept the drive alive. And this week, a pick six. That kid's got a nose for the ball. Yeah, you know that's, that's funny you mentioned. You say that he's always in the right place, at the right time. Well, that that's because he's really coachable. Uh, and not only you know he's obviously a good player, or we wouldn't have him as a freshman on the varsity, but. He is extremely coachable and wants to learn and is always uh, always doing right. And so he set himself up for success because he's he's listening to his coaches, Coach Bowie and Coach Bigham. And, uh, and then he made this huge play the other night. The pick six was a, was a huge play in that game. So he's there's definitely uh, bright, bright things ahead for him. We're really excited about him. Yeah, it really was a huge play because it, it was when – setting up how the game was going to go. That was the first score of the game by yes. either side. Right. It actually was in the same thing when the other two uh, turnovers of the half, uh, Connor Clay gets a fumble recovery that stops their drive, and you guys turn around and go down and score. Yeah. Uh, 14-point turnaround. And then the uh, interception in the end zone off the tip uh, was, was was beautiful. I mean, that was that was the tip drill. Yeah big time, which was just, it was really good. Um, second half, like you said, your, your running backs really break free. You, I, big plays galore. I think I saw something like three plays of over 60 yards. Yeah, there were a lot of big plays, and, you know, a lot of them were, most of them, I guess all of them, all three of the real big ones were in the running game. Uh, and, again, we were able to, we were able to, Exploit some things with formations uh, that that kind of hurt them, and coach, like I said, you gotta give credit to Coach Walker on that. And so Nathan broke two huge runs, and then Daniel Stanley late in the game uh, made a great run. So those were very big plays. Okay, before we get out of here, and I want to I want to get in, I want to move on to Fairfield. We want to talk a lot about what's going on this Friday rather than the last Friday, but I can't I can't move on without mentioning uh, Hunter White. Yes. Who broke a couple of big runs, really key to drive for you. Yes. Uh, in fact, he was the he was uh, one of the main components in the middle of a 99-yard drive right. for you. Yes. And he's your defensive tackle. Yeah, he's one of our defensive tackles. Uh, Hunter's also a freshman. Uh, and Hunter's a, Hunter actually is moved in this summer uh, from Corsicana. It's been a great move in for us and he's a great kid and he's working really hard and he's a, he's a very talented athlete uh, and you know like I said defensive tackle running back it's not a real it's not a real common combo uh, but it kind of shows the where, where, where we're trying to move you know Nathan Sims or other running backs playing or one of our other running backs playing defense in uh, Jared Mickens who's uh 
fullback type player for us is also one of our defensive tackles. We're trying to put speed on the field on defense. And so it, as we move forward, it may be more of a common uh, occurrence here at Athens to have skill, offensive skill players who are playing on the defensive line uh, because we want to put speed on the field. Well, it was certainly a positive on Friday night, Coach. You yes. can see the, uh, you can see exactly what was trying to be uh, achieved. So that was great. Let's let's move on though. This Friday, Fairfield. The very first thing everybody wants to know. Uh, of course, we are having a game. Yes, sir. We're yes. on uh, again. Like last week was really just miscommunication on why they lost their game. Uh, That's miscommunication. Within uh, within their district, they thought they had a positive case. Turns out they didn't. Uh, they tried to get the game back. Brownsburg already scheduled the game, so they couldn't get it back. They they couldn't find anybody else to play them. So yeah, we're back on uh, 100%. You know, you mark it up to 20. The crazy year 2020, uh, which I'm sure we'll have some more crazy stories before it's over. But it's just kind of part of it right now. But we're we're on with them, and we're looking forward to playing those guys. All right, so tell us overall about Fairfield this year. I mean, is it a veteran team? Is it a new team? What do yeah. we got going? It's a very young, new team. They graduated a lot, most of their key players off last year's team. So they had a very good team last year. Uh, and they always have been just a very good program. Coach Bechtel has been there a long time. Uh, I, I don't even know how long. A long time, uh, over 10 years, uh, I think close to 15. But <clears throat> he does a great job uh, there, and is man, he's just a classy, great guy, and they run a great program. And so it's a great, it's you know, it's really good when you get to play programs like that that you know are just first class and do everything right. And their kids are really well coached, and they're going to play really hard. So it's a great. Great challenge for us, uh, although, like you said, they're, they're a young team trying to break in a lot of new players, uh, similar to us, but really younger, even more probably inexperienced than us. Uh, so that's kind of what they bring. Well, and I, you talk about Coach Bactel and, and the importance of something like that is even though these players are new on a Friday night, right. they've been, they've in, the been in the program yes, in the sir. system. Right. And that's the deal that they're established, you know, and again, his, his program's so well established over there. The, those kids, you know, from the seventh grade up are, are doing what they do. And so they're, they're going to be well coached, and they're, we, we know that. They're going to present a great challenge for us. You know, Fairfield's beat Athens the last four times they play. Uh, and so it's, you know, we, we're hoping we can turn that around. All right, so tell us what to expect when uh, Fairfield has the ball. Okay, Fairfield's a spread offense. Uh, you know, they're not – it's not the same as they were last year. They were spread last year, but, you know, their, their offense coordinator from last year is now our quarterback coach uh, and passing game coordinator. And so they have a new offense coordinator. So even though they're spread, uh, most of the time four receivers – they're, they're not as, you know, last year they were very, very up-tempo, very fast, uh, very, the receiver splits were super wide, uh, and so they're, they're not doing that. They're, they're, they're not as wide with their receivers. They're not as fast-tempo, but they do do a very good job. They're, right now they're about 70-30 in the scrimmage and the game film that we have. They're 70-30 run pass, uh, so they want to run the football. Their quarterback, 
uh, was a move in kid. His dad's the offense coordinator. Uh, his name's Hayden Braswell. He's a good player. Uh, you know, he, they, they're going to want to run him against us, uh, but it's his first first year playing varsity football. Uh, they play a lot of running backs. Uh, number 23, Tyler Smith uh, was out last year with an injury. He's a very talented player. He also plays defensive back for them. And number 26, uh, I'm sorry, number 28, Eli Martin uh, is a great football player. He was on their varsity last year as a freshman. He's also one of the running backs. So they they present a good challenge and we gotta stop the run. Uh but they're also they're also not afraid to take shots in the passing game. So um when you see that, when you see where they reduce the splits a little bit with the wide receiver and go a little heavier with the run, is that a little bit of inexperience? In the offense, like you said, or, or adapting to the players, because that's the yeah. that's the beauty of that particular offense. You adapt to what right. you have. Yeah, that, and that's that's what I've always said. That's what's you know people. The spread is really not a you know it's really not a fair term uh, because it, it can mean so many different things. That's why I love the spread offense. What we do is it can it looks very different from us even year to year because we're mm-hmm. adapting. That's what they've done too. Uh, they've adapted to their players, and like I said, they they have a new offense coordinator, so kind of some new ideas as well. Yeah, that's the thing about the spread offense. I think, uh, like you said, it's almost a bad term now because you say to someone spread offense, and they think air raid. Yeah, they which, think that that's what they're going to get, and that's not what it means. It no. means spreading out the defense, making the defense defend sideline to sideline right? so that you can find the gaps in the defense, whether that's running or passing. Right. Yeah, typically, like you said, what, what spread means to me is hey, they're going to be in the shotgun most of the time and they're going to have – they're not. They're probably not going to have a tight end very often. They're going to have three to four receivers uh, and one to two backs based on how many receivers they have. That, that's what the spread means to me. But like you said, uh, there's some spread teams that are going to be 90% run. Uh, so it doesn't, that doesn't mean that they're throwing the football every day. Right, right. It's just it's, it's that concept. And like you said, the beauty of it is it changes based on the kids you have that year. You can adapt very easily. Um, and you pointed out the tight end. I, one of the things I did notice last week, one of the changes in the second half for you guys is I saw the H back on the field a little bit more than I had seen in the in previous. So that's another option yeah. that you can do with and the that, spread. And that's what helped us, you know, kind of get the run game going. You know, I mentioned a little bit is in the first half, we didn't use H back much. And they was the defense end, we were trying to run our inside zone play. And their defense ends were crashing down, uh, and so there wasn't really a cutback gap. Well, so in the second half, we put the H back in to block that backside defense end, and that's why we were able to hit yeah. some big seams. Yeah, yeah, that H back was right. big in the second half, and and I bring that up just because when we look at Fairfield, it's the same kind of things we're going to be looking at. We're going to yes. be looking at if they're seventy thirty run. You're going to be looking for those um, those type of plays, which means your defense and your linebackers are going to have to worry about run fits and your defensive line looking for penetration and gaps. Yes, sir. I mean that's what we're looking for on defense. This right, year. and that's that's what you know. We're, Coach Bigham really teaches those defensive linemen, and that you know, and they've played well, uh, but. We're really looking for those guys to do a great job of, you know, he uses the term shock. Uh, 
he wants them to shock the offensive linemen. And that, that's why, again, you know, we talked about unsung heroes in the, in the special teams department earlier. The same yeah. thing with those defensive linemen. You know, Connor Clay has led our team in tackles two straight weeks. Well, a lot of reason is because those defensive tackles are, are shocking those defense are shocking the offensive line and keeping them off our linebackers. You know, and so that's why he's been able to have good games. And that's what people don't, you know, the I guess sometimes the average fan doesn't realize is, hey, that's why football is such a great sport because everybody has to do their job. And, you know, and that's, again, I, I could talk about this all day long, but that's why it's such a, you know, selfless is our number one uh, core value because that's what football is. It's about being selfless, sacrifice yourself for the team. Same. It goes back to what we were just talking about a second ago about the HVAC. The average person might not have noticed the, the right. addition of that. Yeah. Blocking the, the crash in defensive end. Made, you, you, you rushed for 360 yards in the second half. Right. The difference was that guy picking yeah. up a block. You're right. And, and very few people saw it. No, that's exactly right. And again, he, you know, that's funny. You know, talked about the HBAT. The HBAT for us is our starting HBACs, Jared Mickens, who's also one of our defense tackles. And so, you know, those, those guys, he doesn't get a lot of press or a lot of, you know, sure, or a lot of notice. But, man, they're, they're just as important as right. Nathan Sims making those big carries or Connor Clay making a bunch of tackles. Right, right. And in this particular case, what we're talking about is if if Connor has another one of those games where he's got 15, 18 tackles, right. that means that the defensive line is keeping him clean That's right. so that he can read his keys and shoot a gap and make a tackle. Yes, sir. And so... All of those, all of it has to work together, all three levels, or right. else the defense doesn't work. All right, speaking of defense, what does Fairfield do on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, so Fairfield's going to be at what they've showed 100%, uh, which is, again, is a little bit of change from what they've done, what they did last year, uh, is a straight 10 1 uh, and played press man every down, uh, whatever formation you're in, they're going to match you with the receivers. And they're gonna get right in your face and play press man, and so they they basically have ten ten guys on the line of scrimmage and one free safety, uh, about seven seven to eight yards. It's uh, what we saw out of Brownsboro. Yes, yeah, similar to Brownsboro. You know, now Brownsboro against us played us in cover three almost the entire night. You know, they didn't they didn't press us up in man. They they played cover three with their secondary. Respect for the speed. Right. Uh but Fairfield, all they've shown now again that, I'm sure they'll have the ability if they want maybe to jump in that. But all they've shown up to this point in, in the scrimmage and the game is press man. Uh and so that's what we've worked and we hope to we hope we hope to be able to take advantage of that and make make some big plays against it. And again, you say big play. That's what I always think about with that kind of a defense. That kind of a defense is feast or famine yeah. to me. Either right. they're going to stop you with very short gains, yeah. but if you get through that, there's very little between you and the rest of the field. That's right. If you hit, you know, if you're able to hit a big one, you know, you, you may have two plays of minim, minimal yardage, you know, or negative yardage, but you, if they stay in that defense and you, you just hit one, it could be a big one. Uh, it could be a big so. And you guys have shown the ability in the passing game and the running game to be able to collect big plays this year. Yes, sir. And so we're, we're looking forward to that challenge because, you know, really against Brownsburg, 
the secondary is different, but the front is at the you know as far as the run game blocking, it's exactly the same as what Brownsburg did. Uh, and so, you know, and really we didn't, to be honest with you, and we we discussed this, we didn't execute up front really well against Brownsburg. So we're looking forward to that challenge of of hey, this is the same front we worked against Brownsburg. Let's execute against it better. And this is week three now. Your offensive line is getting more experience yeah. every week. And and they played man so much better. Again, it was a different a kind of a different front, but they played so much better last week against Waukesha Hot than they did uh, the week before. So we're we're extremely proud of those guys uh, the way they progressed. So real quick, I want to talk about you know we talk about the big plays. Um, and what's going on, you have done a great job so far this year in spreading the ball around. It's like right. every week um, multiple guys are touching the ball, multiple guys are getting a chance to, 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 to make a play. Um, I, I go back and I think, um, so between week one and week two, Ty Arroyo's got 60-plus runs, mm-hmm. uh, Nathan's got the – uh, Daniel Stanley this week had one, and of course Jacory's got. I uh, had a couple of touchdowns last mm-hmm. week. So, yeah. uh, and then you've got multiple guys catching the ball. What's it like to be able to spread that many weapons across your offense? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice, and, and it's you know you really got to give credit to the kids because they've done a great job of of not being selfish and really buying into that philosophy because that that's really a big push. As a coaching staff that we've really wanted to make this year, you know, last year and, and last year we had different guys, but we weren't we weren't near as uh, spreading it out like we are now. You know, Nathan Nathan had way more carries than anybody else, and you know we've talked about that. I, I think it kind of showed uh, that there were games in district and late in the year where. Second half, he he kind of got banged up uh, and worn down because we we maybe were leaning on him too heavily, uh, and so we've made a huge push this year, especially in these first few games. Uh, hey, we're going to spread the ball out. We're going to keep our guys fresh, and we, we want to keep as many guys touching as we can. Uh, and, and we've been able to be pretty successful at that. And like I said, our kids, man, I've been so proud of our kids because that that that's that's hard sometimes for a high school kid, you know to accept, hey, everybody's going to touch it. Uh, and especially, you know, a guy like Nathan who's used to being, you know, the the star and, and touching it way more than everybody else. Uh, you know, he he's he's a, probably, he's our number one team captain, and he's done a great job of accepting it, being a team guy. And we have other guys too. You know, I talk about Dre Thompson. Uh, you know, he, he's one of our best receivers, uh, you know, in the other night against walks at you off he he did have he made two catches and made one great catch that on third down really nice uh, catch. but he was you know he, he wasn't the star in walks at you off we actually jared duff kind of had a huge game uh who jared and dre are, are two outside receivers but you know dre was as happy as you know he was bouncing around a lot of energy and and going in the fourth quarter he didn't have one catch uh and that we bragged on you know, we really try to point those things out and, and make great examples of guys that are being selfless and guys that are putting the team ahead of themselves. And so, again, couldn't be more proud of our kids for the way they're accepting those 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 roles. And in, and the part about it from a coaching standpoint or whatever, I mean, I think it's great because it keeps everybody engaged in your game. Right. The other thing is Fairfield has no idea who to stop. 
Right. They have no idea who to double team. If they're going to come out here and try to double team someone and they double team Dre, they're going to get beat by Jared. If they come right. out and they hook up on Jared and Dre, then Cedric Lowe's going to go off on them. Yes. And then the, you, you always have something to run out there. And um, to me, that speaks to um, the improvement in the program over last year. No when doubt. at this time in the season, you and I were talking about Hey, we're doing drills to make sure we know how to catch the ball. Right. Yeah, I remember that now. You brought that up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. The, the and the kids have, you know, again, you got to give credit to the kids. Uh, they they just bought in to what we're trying to preach and the, what we're trying to bring, and we we cannot be more excited about you know this this year and beyond about where our program's headed. Swarm. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. So Friday night in Fairfield on the road, second week in a row, game time, 730. Tell us the ticket plan for this week. So tickets have already, uh, they started to go on sale yesterday. Uh, they'll go back on sale today at 10 o'clock. Uh, they're $5 a piece. There will be no tickets sold at the gate. Uh, there's 500 tickets available. So again, just like last week, and we, we didn't sell out last week, but just like last week, there's no guarantee. Uh, if, if we sell the 500 today, then they'll be gone. Uh, but if not, we'll sell them uh, tomorrow on Thursday from 8 to 5. and that, So that'll be the last day. Uh, last week, they were available on sale for Friday uh, because we were working on Friday was a work day. This year, they, this week, they will not be on sale on Friday. So the last day will be... Thursday at from the athletic office till five o'clock again today. They will be Miss Dorothy Bundy will be here till seven o'clock uh, on Wednesday to give people an opportunity if they get off work late to come get them. Get get tickets today or tomorrow, that's and right. that's your only chance. You're not going to get them at the gate. That's right. All right, hey coach, thank you very much for inviting us in to talk yeah, to my- us. About some Hornet football. Let, let me add one more thing. Oh, okay. Just so people are aware. Uh, the game will also be live streamed uh, oh. by Fairfield. It will be on their website. On the Fairfield website uh, will be a link to the live stream. If Perfect. If you want to stay home and catch that. All right. There you go, guys. Live stream the Fairfield website. We will put that in the notes so that you can just click on that so yes. you can find that. Yeah. Hey, Coach, thank you. I can't wait for Friday night. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate you.